Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith on if exercise can help tighten loose or sagging skin. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, great. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy you are here today. We really enjoy you tuning in every week. Uh, for those of you that have been with, been with us for a while, thank you so much. And if you are new here, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter on our website, uh, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com, and uh, get all of our latest and greatest episodes delivered to your email inbox every week. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, today's topic, we got a very interesting topic. Um, I think it's something that, Meredith, you get messages about quite frequently from many people around the world of all ages. Uh, <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, we usually like to cover these topics in the podcast because um, we don't really get a chance to address them in your exercise videos. Right. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but today's topic, we were talking about can exercise help tighten loose or sagging skin right um and and like i message uh like i mentioned that is a lot of uh, questions you get <laughs> meredith um so in in just <laughs> to kind of start off you know with this topic um we always like to dive into a lot of the the years of experience that you have in working with a lot of clients right. is this something that you they you've heard been has been expressed to you oh definitely yes both male and female and like you said every age group um it could go from as young as people who just had their first child um and have extra skin to older people who um, maybe have lost weight overall or lost muscle definition um and now they have sagging skin Mm -hmm. things like that people in their 80s 90s saying is there any way still asking me is there any way that I can get rid of this extra skin? And most of the time, they have a tendency to, um, to point to their arms, their underarms, uh, or to their stomach area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just areas, I guess, that people will have that skin, extra skin. So, um, yeah, it, it's a quite, unfortunately, a frequent question that I get. And as you'll see, not always easy to answer. <laughs> right, right, right. True, true. There's no, there's really no one shot answer. But right. uh, I can see why this is a very popular question. Like you yeah. said, it doesn't only affect people of an older age. This affects people of younger age mm-hmm. as well, depending on what your situation is. Exactly. So when you would hear comments and and people coming to you with advice, what were some of the reasons why? the sagging skin or loose, Mm. very loose skin was there, you know? Um, Like I said, with younger people, they have it in their midsection a lot of time, and they just had a baby recently. It doesn't have to be just had one um, months ago, and they had extra skin there. Or it could be people that I've dealt with that are older that, like I said, in a lot of time in the arms, and that's because muscles aren't used as much. Um, The muscles have atrophied, therefore they've kind of gone away and a lot of weight loss. A lot of times when people get older, uh, diets change, they're not eating the same amount, they're not eating the same things, Um, and you can tell there was weight loss there, so um, they had extra skin in all parts of their body. I mean, you can see it on the legs and the arms and the stomach and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, I think it's just because the arm is 
exposed most of the time when it's hot outside and we want to wear sleeveless or short sleeve shirts. Therefore, I get the point of the finger to the, how do I get rid of this, you know, and pointing to their arm. (laughs) Um, Male and female also. I will say more females ask me the question, but males um, have also asked me, just not as many. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that kind of <laughs> right, right. That kind of actually goes to what uh, I was going to ask next: is why is this such a big thing? <laughs> you know, why is it? Uh, why is it a, an issue? No, you know? well, it's all. It comes down to appearances, of course. Um, we and especially people who say they have lost weight or they are starting to work out. They say, well, "Can't why? Why isn't this going away? I want it gone." Um, what can I do? Can I get rid of it? Uh, mm-hmm. That's usually what it is. Um, it, it's, we don't want to have that extra skin that's there. Um, we want to look in the mirror always, no matter what age, right? And feel good about ourselves. So it comes down to basically appearances. How do I get rid of this because I don't like to see it is the rest of the sentence that just isn't said. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's, I think, what it what it is mm-hmm. unfortunately again <laughs> do you think it's kind of like an emotional thing oh probably yeah. i mean anytime you look in the mirror and we again at every age um can see things that we're not happy with it is a mental and emotional thing because we wish we could change that um or we didn't have that anymore whatever it is I'm talking about sagging skin in this podcast therefore wish, wishing that sagging skin wasn't there yeah it does become quite a mental um and emotional thing it takes a toll mm-hmm. yeah yeah and just to mention we have done an episode prior where we did talk about something similar to this, but we kind of focused on uh, your arms. I believe we called them bat wings, yes, which is very popular. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that is very popular, but it's full body, right? I mean, it's the entire body that um, I know that sagging skin um, affects people. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you get a chance, check that episode out. Um, also, <laughs> with, so we have, you know, there's areas of the body that are, <clears throat> excuse me, pretty common. If you do have sagging skin, you could be in your arms. Like we talked about, people have skin in their their belly area pretty common that we've all seen chest area Mm -hmm. what about you know in your legs and in In your lower body is that common and if so why it is again it comes down to um it comes down to a lot of things but the biggest ones (laughs) weight loss again that can be any age but a lot of times as we get older the body changes we might lose weight um, because we're not eating as much or not eating the same things not working out as much, the muscles get smaller. Even if you're working out, you may not be doing squats with 100 pounds like maybe you did in the past. Those muscles aren't going to be as large. They mm-hmm. get smaller now. The skin that was around that muscle um, is there, uh, <laughs> but the mm-hmm. muscle's not as big, all right? Um, and elasticity of our skin in general diminishes as we age. That's... Un- an unfortunate fact <laughs> that we're all trying to reverse and we use every single cream we can possibly find and pay way too much money for, um, knowing that there isn't one yet that will reverse that. Um, but that's that's a lot of the part too, not just on our faces. A lot of times it only gets 
uh, airtime when it comes to our faces. Use this cream because you don't want to get wrinkles and sagging skin. But they're literally only showing faces. It's the entire body the skin loses elasticity in. Um, so it therefore, your skin starts to sag in your entire body as you age. Gravity is... An amazing thing, uh, Mm -hmm. and it takes a toll on us in many ways, and that is one of the ways as we get older. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because you you don't see, I mean, if you do have sagging skin in your lower body, you can kind of hide that. It's pretty easy to hide. You can hide it a lot easier. Yeah. So I don't think that we get to see that very much as often. Um, Or, you know, if you don't feel comfortable with it, it's easy to hide that kind of thing, right? Yes. Um, True. Let's talk really quick about people who have lost a lot of weight. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is, it's kind of like a, you know, an amazing thing because if you were once obese and you've gone, put in all the hard work Mm -hmm. to lose a lot of weight, I mean, that's got to make you feel really good about yourself. Oh, yes. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, but then the side effect of that is that not always does the skin contract back to position right right to where yeah you think it should be basically tight on the body that you now have mm-hmm. exactly yeah mm-hmm. did yeah, you have you had experiences with that with former clients or anything like that yeah oh that? definitely yes and most of the time it really occurred and with anyone but if someone lost weight rapidly um it's like their skin didn't have a chance to um to slowly go along with the body it was just like overnight when some people do those diets that and they're crazy exercising and they lose a lot of weight really fast and a lot more sagging skin can occur from that and that's what i saw um with people i was involved with Mm -hmm. but um it can happen with anyone of course even if you're dieting the correct way it's just that rapid weight loss generally uh the skin can't like you said contract that was a good way to put it um, and basically conform to the body as easily as um, if you do it really rapidly. So mm-hmm. if it's slow and steady, it, it works a little bit better. But, but yes, I have seen that. And that's um, more so I think I've noticed it with the younger population that I was training, but I'm sure it was prevalent in there in older population they lose weight as well or may have in the past and now they have extra skin that they now just had for years Mm -hmm. um because of it so yeah yeah Yeah, very common uh for people who have amazingly done made that accomplishment of losing all that weight which is you know not easy to do no um uh, (laughs) but also again you're all if if that is your situation you know it's it's something to think about right Um, so let's let's Mm -hmm. talk about how exercise if it can Mm -hmm. can it help with tightening loosening skin and if so how does it do Mm -hmm. it and how much can it help right you know and not Mm -hmm. to throw the whole kitchen sink at you but what do we do if we if it doesn't help (laughs) so anyway let's start lots of things yeah i know (laughs) so i'll start by saying that exercise can help to a point right of course Mm -hmm. um so if you have muscle that um, can grow a little bit and it has an area that I can grow in and that happens to be that sagging skin, that's exactly how it will look like it's filling out the area. Mm-hmm. So you'll have less sagging skin. <laughs> um, so doing strength training workouts 
and growing your muscles is the best way to help with that sagging skin. Um, you're basically pumping up the muscle inside to show, have the appearance that the skin isn't as loose. Mm-hmm. So when people say, yeah, exercise helps, that's exactly what they're saying. Um, because doing cardio, that's great. Um, you're burning calories, which is wonderful. Uh, you're helping your body cardiovascularly, your hearts, your lungs, everything. But um, that's getting rid of calories. And unless you are eating more calories than you're getting rid of, you're going to end up losing weight, right? So that's what creates that uh, sagging skin over time for some people. I should have also gotten into that. But um, so that's what could cause that. So the counter effect is to do strength training, gain muscle so that area has the appearance of still being filled out, but you'll see more definition and tone because you're losing fat. Mm-hmm. It's just the skin now that's hugging on to that muscle, let's say, mm-hmm. <laughs> without the layer of fat. Right, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> and I mean, and everybody's different, right? I mean, some yes. people's skin is going to respond exactly. to weight training. Um, maybe a little more than others, correct? Right. And just in general, like I kind of just said, I should have said earlier, um, everybody's skin elasticity is different. Genetically, some people can lose 100 pounds in two days. That, not to say that that could ever happen, but and their skin would be fine. Um, there are older people who are in their 80s that their skin is fine. You know, it really comes down to genetics. Uh, with how your skin is going to respond. So um, that should have been said first and foremost. But if you do have sagging skin, here we go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I will say I think eventually everybody gets a little bit of it, but we get it to different degrees. So um, and different placements on the body and face as well. So yeah. Yeah. And that's that's (laughs) kind of my my next question is, is it is weight training effective maybe more effective in different parts of the body than others as far as tightening skin or right is it, no you know, it's if all you the same? it depends on how your body gains muscle really um if you have a tendency to be able to gain muscle in your lower body easier and better then it will seem like it's working better in that area you could probably lift weights all day long for upper body and do as many crunches as possible at the same time as doing your cardio and having a sensible diet, etc., and feel like only my lower body is is uh, getting any results from this. But that's how your body probably works. You probably tend to gain more muscle in your lower body, so it's going to look like you have less sagging skin there, possibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're lifting heavier on lower body. And upper body, you think you're lifting heavy enough to gain more muscle, but maybe you're not. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, see, there's so many variables, it's really tough to say. So, um, but that's, that's the general um, consensus of how do I get rid of sagging skin. As far as exercise is concerned, it is doing strength training to try and gain muscle mm-hmm. to fill out that extra skin. Mm -hmm. Um, everybody's going to be different and every body part is going to be different. Um, so yeah. Hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. 
Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. <laughs> yeah, and uh, on the flip side, just kind of a side note, too. Uh, I remember we kind of we were watching this um, video where we were watching former body uh, mm, body weight. Yes. I'm not body weight, but body weightlifting builders. champions. Yeah. Who... In back in the day, mm-hmm. were super huge. Yes, and as they've gotten older, they've obviously kind of stepped away from bodybuilding to the, ex- um, yeah. to the extent, extent to they where were. they they their muscle mass is gone. Right, and there is extra skin there. Right, so that's kind of an opposite thing where they had big muscles. Well, that's the same thing. Yeah, that's the losing weight. Also, I mean, you you lose. Yeah, anything. It's kind of like I'm you're pregnant and you the baby is comes out and mm-hmm. you don't have that big belly anymore you have skin <laughs> mm-hmm. you get these big muscles because you used to be a bodybuilder and then you don't do that forever mm-hmm. you could have extra skin um right right or you had a lot you gained weight and then then you lost it and you have skin yeah <laughs> lots of different ways yeah <laughs> um let me ask mm. you this question because this comes up a lot too. Uh, mm. Does sit-ups help you lose belly fat <laughs> and tighten your uh, belly at the same time? That's like one of my favorite questions ever. Um, <laughs> because I get that so much. Like, I want to lose my belly fat, so give me a lot of exercises for um, my abs. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's good. It can help. Um, if it becomes a cardiovascular type workout that you're doing, mm-hmm. but the main thing is you're going to be gaining muscle on, in your abdominal region by doing sit-ups, let's say, uh, like you said, but you need to do the cardiovascular work. You have to lose the fat in order for you to see the muscle. If that's what you're trying to do. Um, we all have muscles I mean, there's muscle in our structure. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to sit, stand, move, mm-hmm. anything. Um, so I, I, I like that, too. I, that's usually the other part of the question is I want to get, I want to lose belly fat. Um, I don't have any abdominal muscles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, you do. <laughs> They're there. Um, doing crunches all day long is not going to make me see them, though. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to do the cardio work. You have to lose the fat. Um, so I, I can say, yes, that doing crunches uh, can help you lose belly fat, but you're probably going to be doing them really fast and a lot of them uh, to the point where it becomes a cardiovascular workout. <laughs> and then you, you're getting the benefit of both, right? <laughs> right, right. The strength and muscle endurance and um, a cardiovascular workout as well. <laughs> right. In a perfect world, we could 
do sit-ups, you know, for six hours a day and right. lose the weight and yeah. lose that fat and then build and the muscle and look how tight our tummies <laughs> are all that. of a sudden. Yeah. Right? But just to confirm, uh, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> and okay. we all know, too, uh, everybody is different. Some people, you know, don't have to do as much cardio and you can see their muscles versus people who can do cardio and strength training all day long and they still feel like they don't see their definition and all of that. So there's no one formula for anyone. Um, There's no one right or wrong for anyone. It's really each individual trying to find their own rhythm and what's best for them and then being happy with what they are uh, able to accomplish and hopefully what they're looking at each Mm -hmm. day in the mirror. Um, So, yeah, some people doing crunches, they'll all of a sudden be like, I didn't have to do any cardio and I I can I lost all my belly fat. You know, everybody's different, unfortunately. So (laughs) otherwise we could easily do these podcasts, I guess, and say. Everyone would know also do ABC and we all look exactly the same, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not quite that easy, right? Yeah. As you, as you mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, there is no one silver bullet right. for everything. But, um, so we talked about upper body and, and core, like what kind of exercises would you try to recommend if someone were to, you know, attempt to mm-hmm. tone up their legs or lower body mm-hmm. and, you know, they, maybe they'd lost weight previously right. and they're looking to do lower body. Yeah, so strength training for the lower body, whether it be using dumbbells or um, using bands, using machines in a gym, if they like to use those. Um, I wouldn't jump to saying grab a barbell and start doing squats because I'm going to say if it's people who are listening to us, then not the best thing um, to jump into doing squats if that's something that you don't normally do or don't like to do. Um, But focusing on gaining strength, whether it be seated or standing, Again, using whatever strength training device that you like, focusing on the quadricep to gain muscle in that area. Mm-hmm. And if you're using, let's say, two-pound dumbbells right now, to focus on upping that weight gradually over time, because that is what is going to increase the strength and the size of that muscle. Um, so staying with two pound dumbbells, perfectly fine. You have great muscular endurance. That muscle can probably do a lot of repetitions, but we want to break it down and make it grow stronger. So you have to basically force it to work harder by adding more load to the muscle. And that would be upping the weight again, slowly, gradually. Mm -hmm. Um, if that's something that you even wanted to do. Because again, once we gain this this muscle, we um, have grown the muscle, what happens when we stop um, doing that workout? We lose the muscle, and then what can happen again? We see the sagging skin again. So it can become a vicious cycle unless we're able to maintain what we are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there like a maybe, in addition to resistance exercising, resistance training, weight training, is there something we can do dietarily that can also help with that? <laughs> you know, is there, or, you know, not just exercise, right. but along with exercise, diet, maybe creams. <laughs> you know, I that know. Kind of, there's well, all these there different you go. There tactics, are you know? laser treatments that you can go out and get. Uh, you can get cosmetic surgery to get rid of the extra skin. Right. 
Um, there are huge claims that collagen um, is a wonderful thing to both ingest um, and to put on your skin, and that will help uh, the tightening of it. Again, that gets a lot of times you'll see that in facial products, but they're starting to put it more and more in body mm -hmm. lotions as well because they realize that we have sagging skin everywhere, not just our faces. Um, so there are claims <laughs> that there are a lot of creams and things out there. Um, again, you can spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on them and they might not work for you. Um, so that I would probably go in with, I wouldn't say to go out and, and do that. Mm -hmm. Now, the extreme cases though, <laughs> I mean, you can get laser treatments that do work. Um, you can get, obviously, cosmetic surgery where they cut off the extra skin, which right. does work. Um, so there are things that you can do outside of exercise, of course. Um, and what we're eating, always trying to eat a healthy diet full of the good healthy fats. Um, everything that we always say. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, a lot of things they say you eat can help the appearance of skin. Again, everybody is different. Um, yes, of course, if we eat, um, fatty foods and greasy foods and things like that, it's not good for our skin. But again, this kind of goes more to the face than it does the rest of the body. Um, so yeah, maintaining a good, healthy diet, of course, using creams. If you know some that work and they work on the body, then please send that my way. <laughs> um, but no, I'm sure there are things out there that work for some, but again, don't work for others. And then there are the means of, of getting um, doctors and other people involved if it becomes a nuisance. And I, I have seen pictures of people that have lost hundreds and hundreds of pounds, and mm -hmm. they have just tons of skin just sagging on their body. And you know it's got to be uncomfortable, um, not healthy, it's a lot of extra weight to carry around, things like that. And then those that that would be an extreme case, right? That I would say, and only because I've probably seen it on one of those shows, that they do go in for surgery to get that removed because they've lost so much weight. Um, and it's so bad for them to have all that extra skin. But right. So there's a lot of different means uh, to get rid of it. But in our case, um, exercise continuing to exercise, of course, um, and feeling good about ourselves. I think a lot of times when we have that sagging skin, we can do our cardio, our strength training, but really trying to get in a good headspace and being so uh, proud of ourselves with what we are accomplishing when we're able to do our workouts. Um, from young to old, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to say, I accomplished... ABC today. And that's a good thing. Yes, I have this extra skin, but you know, <laughs> I'm still able to lift weights. I'm still able to get on my recumbent bike, whatever it is that we like to do for our workouts. Um, and trying to be happy with that and then working around that sagging skin, mm -hmm. um, in hopes that it will shrink a little bit over time with the workouts and the efforts that we're putting into it. Mm -hmm. I think it's just one of those things where we have as a society, especially here in the U.S., we're very visually 
uh, impressed with right. the way people, you know, look and and the truth is most people have sagging skin. Right. Somewhere <laughs> on your body right. you have it. Right. Um unless you're a newborn baby. <laughs> yeah, <know>? yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean it's 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 one of those things where I think we should really <laughs> stop thinking about how to look at it as a really bad thing. Right. And more kind of change our mentality of yes, you should exercise always right. as you know regularly. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh in but we should also keep in mind that getting rid of sagging skin and that's the only thing that you obsess about is not <laughs> not what we should look at as normal. Right, exactly. Or healthy. <laughs> um that's why I tried to interject and say, you know, trying to be happy with what we're able to do and being able to look in the mirror and be happy with what we see after we are able to accomplish, even if it's just standing up out of a chair and sitting back down two times, if that's all you're able to do, right? Right. Um, just really, really trying to focus on that because we are in a society where we're talking about how do we get rid of sagging skin, right? But you brought that up. There's so many fake things put in front of us that we then think are real. Um, and I know older people are seeing it too because I'm starting to see more and more older people having Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts and showing what their bodies look like and what they're able to do. That's great, but a lot of those pictures are doctored up. They are not real. And they're at every best angle and lighting scenario you can possibly get. So to think that everybody that we seem to look at um, is has no flaws is so wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> For lack of a better, yeah, word. But that's unfortunately the the uh, place that we are at today. Yeah. Um, because these images are in front of us constantly, all day, every day. Um, but when you see real people out there, right? I mean, you never see the person that's been in those pictures walking around on the streets. It's kind of funny. I always think about that. Like, I swear, where is that person? <laughs> they never look the same, too, when you see them in real. So um, just remembering that having these what people might call flaws are being human, and they add to us being us uh, and make us unique and make us beautiful in our special way. So trying to be as healthy as possible, eating our best diet, continuing to exercise, of course, but again, like you said, not obsessing over um, the only thing I need to do is work out to get rid of my sagging skin. No, right. no, no. We're working out to stay healthy. We're working out to be able to move, do our activities of daily living, and staying as independent as possible, right? So that's where we need to remember to be. Yeah, where the important <laughs> things are, really. Yes. But, you know, as far as this episode goes, hopefully mm -hmm. the information we've, you know, shared in this kind of helps you navigate where you're at, what you're looking to do, um, and um, kind of look at things in a realistic point of view in a healthy way. Right. And to know that it's okay no matter what you look like. As yes. long as you try to do your best to stay healthy. Yes. Um, so hopefully that kind of helps you out there. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter and get all of our updates delivered to your email inbox every week. Until the next episode, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host 
of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey a lot easier.